0: Back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. They will also match your first deposit up to $100, and you get a special pick when you sign up. Of course, I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Stat Baby, along with your hosts, Mace and Cam.
1: What's up, Uh, killer? uh, How you doing today, man? Chilling, man. Looking at this book I read. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. One and done. One and done, yeah. By Ohio niggas. This is what we do, nigga. We write chapters. (laughs) We write chapters, man. Shout out to Big Mo, Maurice Claret. This is his book. Make sure y'all go support that. It's called One and Done, man. If y'all been following the show, y'all know he's been a... Staple every week with college football and all the other advice that he gives us. And not to mention just his story period of what he's been through, the trials and tribulations and also the success. So make sure y'all go get the book one and done before we start the show real quick. I got some good news for y'all talking about y'all, too. And I got some bad news.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm
2: just saying, <laughs> I got. Oh, got <laughs> you.
1: you. Got bad news I, for
2: us. I, I'm just saying, I got good news and I got bad. bad Can you start news? the bad? No, we gotta start with the good <laughs> news. <laughs> 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 so, that's one thing you yeah. like, The good <laughs> news, alright, He got bad the, news. The, the good news is that. The Ant Man's arrived. The Anthony uh, Edward sneakers they arrived. Shout out to Ant Man Cecil. Big shout out to Cecil. He just yeah. won an award too. Um, it's a not not he's a something under agent. I don't know the exact title. The whatever's under a agent. That's yeah. what he is. So congratulations to Cecil. The bad news is they only had just size. They only said one pair. <laughs>
1: <know. laughs> So they only sent
2: one pair of yeah. the new Ant Mans. And I ain't know if y'all want to flip a quarter for it. <laughs> or how yeah, y'all want to do
1: it. I knew this. Right? <laughs> I knew that. I knew when he said some
2: bad news. Listen, man, I, I don't know what this season for and Ant man for, but these are the new Ant Mans. Uh, can you get a solo so we can show, show them? The new Ant Mans that coming out in, I believe, two weeks. They also invited us all. To Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's this Saturday or next Saturday, but we got courtside Cecil if we wanna to go to Minnesota. Um, the works, they're gonna lay out the pink carpet for us, and it's gonna be crazy if we wanna go. So thank you so much to Anthony Edwards' agent, my man Cecil, Anthony Edwards. These are the new airmans. What I'll do to make it fair. <laughs> I'll leave them in the studio until everybody's sneakers arrive so I won't cheat anybody but big salute these are the sneakers make sure y'all go support it, man and uh, I told you what to do to sell the sneakers nigga <laughs> 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 after the dunk nigga <laughs> <laughs> nigga
1: so I just yeah. want to share that with bad. you guys Good man news yo bad. what's the pink <laughs> carpet what's the pink carpet
2: Oh, when I go, they roll the pink carpet out <laughs> nigga. I don't do the red carpet, nigga. When I pop up, yeah, nigga. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> they roll the pink carpet yeah, out. I'm wingman. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you say the yeah, pink yeah, carpet. Yeah. So what I want to make What sure you want, yellow. the blue carpet? No, I want to make sure they know that. Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I, I tell what's your yeah. color? <laughs> i make sure they got your color too. They lay the pink carpet out when I pop up, man.
0: Well, shout out Ant-Man. And then, of course, today we are joined with our football analyst, Maurice Claret.
3: Mo, what's up, man? Mo is good. How are you? Mo, nah, the season switched. I'm the basketball expert now. Oh, oh shit! Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah,
2: yeah, you ain't ready, murder. <laughs> okay, Mo, because at the end of the day, Mo, you had a good season. But you like you just, you had a good college <laughs> season because you kept picking different teams. But Mo kind of won the championship at the end. <laughs> Not necessarily, killer. Is Georgia in it? Hey, killer. Or Oregon Ducks in it?
1: Michigan is in it. A... <laughs>
2: That's wild. You see, there's an M That's on wild. that hat, right? That's wild, bro. You see,
1: there's an M, M on some that hat. Right that is wild, bro. I'm letting you know, we still
2: here. Eat these fucking headphones, man. <laughs>
1: Yo, but Mo, you know what I'm saying? I want to tell you, thank you, you know, for being here all these weeks, 12 weeks in a row. You've been very, very consistent. And shout out to you and everybody in Ohio. And thanks for Cam. For actually, Ken was the one that said that we should bring Maurice Claret on here. So, you know, giving props.
2: Yeah, yeah. May say we need OJ. I said we need Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it went. So, <laughs> so thank you, man. And make sure y'all go pick his book up. And like I said, you know, we play game, a lot of games up here and we have a lot of fun. But um, thank you so much for everything you've done for the show, man.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I tell you all the time. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. I, I, I tell you like this. I'm being serious. This is probably the the coolest and funnest part of my week. Every week I look forward to it, man, and uh, I just enjoy that y'all have me on. Thank you. Man.
1: Yeah. Well, Mo, don't thank me yet. Back to business. Pause. Makes you out, bro. Bro, <laughs> yeah. you can say
2: Michigan all you want. Yeah, you can say thank, you. don't thank me yet, <laughs> bro. You yeah. just you just be doing sound. What this man say? You yeah, ain't got no opinion. Don't thank me yet. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can't yeah, hear me. Yeah, her? don't thank me nah, yet.
2: That man just do sound. He heard you all week. He ain't got no dog in the fight. Him, not Nick. Who? I, him, right there. Who do I don't know that, nigga.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, just yeah. <laughs> <He> nah, just swear. <laughs> nah, everybody heard you all. So let so let me get this straight. Just for cle- Just to be clear, you Michigan right now. Oh,
1: oh man. I'm not going with nobody right now. I'm trying to see who qualify for Title Town. All right, bet. Say no more. Yeah.
0: So as we're switching gears into college basketball, let's start with the basics. So, do you guys feel like the overall interest in college basketball has shifted from the 90s to the 2000s to now? What do we think? Uh,
1: I, you want to pause. You you want you want the expert to go first or you would like to go? Oh.
3: Oh, go, go ahead. You start. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: I mean, since now they have, um, they got overtime. You have, um, the G league, you have so many various outlets for, for players that would be going to college that now is, is just seeming like there's There's many other options before you had to go either to the league or to college. And now, with these two other options, as well as going overseas, which makes it three, you're now finding players that are not, the best players are not all in college. That's the start. And then the second thing is that with the monies that they can get other places, you're you're not going to have, I, don't, I think we have, we have seen the best of players being in college for a long time. We're never going to see that again. I don't think we ever see that again.
3: You want to go, Mo? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll say, I'll say the same thing with, uh, with having a different to go be it overseas. I remember, and somebody, I'm pretty sure somebody in the comments is going to correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember when LeVar bought to, um, yeah. he tried to start, like, paying kids directly after high school, and then the NBA had basically allowed those same kids to come into their developmental league. And I, I tell you this, from being in the college basketball space for, like, three or four years now, a lot of these kids say the same thing. They say um, like if they're in college for more than one year, a lot of the kids feel like they fail. So, you know, some of these kids may jump and go to uh, Europe faster than what they need to, or some kids just end up bouncing around uh, between colleges where they never stay and develop, which basically creates the culture for, you know, the college teams that we probably remember from, like the, the 90s and the 2000s. Hopefully, hopefully, I said a lot, but hopefully it made sense.
2: No, that was very good. No, we're not going to see the best college players, uh, the best basketball players in college anymore, unless it's for one year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once Mo made a great point. Once you start staying longer than one year, uh, you're looking at being suspect, so to speak. Like, 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 oh, you should, what? Why that nigga there more than one year? You know, you know, it's funny, Mace put it in a round. You know, we have two million songs that Mace won't release, but uh, he put it in one of the
0: rounds.
2: He said, tell these drinks, I'm like Kentucky, I'm one and done. And that's that's how it is in college. You know, it's just one of them situations where if you stay long, maybe two years just because you may want to win a title, but two after two years, they're starting looking at the next high school player that's going to come in and do one year and leave. And Mace made some great points as well. It's too much other options. Even the G League is offering five up to $500,000 to players coming right out of high school. Overseas is an option. Brandon Jennings, he's one of them people that skipped the whole process when you had to go to school for a year and said, I'm going overseas, grab $1.4 million, and then came to the NBA after that. People are finding their way to the bag, and that's why they created NIL. And as far as the 90s is concerned, it was no NIL. You know, me and Mo talked about it, uh, um, and it wasn't basketball related, it was football related, how these kids sold their jerseys to buy their mother a Mother's Day gift, and then they get kicked out of school or suspended. In the 90s, you had to scrape and scrap and figure out how to sneak and get money. And look at Allen Iverson, his... his, uh, his junior year, he pulled up in the 600 Benz. They, 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 they put him under investigation. He said, well, I won't go here. I'm I trying to do John Thompson a favor. I could have <laughs> got the fuck out of here. <laughs> this 600 Benz is not going to damn place. Yeah, for real. And a lot of times um, in the 90s, it was like, I'm not going to say it was like um, important, but. The best players stayed most of the time four years. Grant Hill, four years. Christian Layton, four years. I think Jamal Mashburn did three. Um, Chris Webber did two years because he didn't want to be hungry anymore and he knew he could be the first overall mm-hmm. pick. A lot of times people stayed four years and that didn't decrease your value when it was time to go to the NBA. Now staying four years definitely decreases your value.
1: Yeah, One another thing I'm thinking about when it comes to college basketball is this, is the same thing that happened with, um, I think like when you shouldn't equate these two, but man, marijuana charges, mm-hmm. like now that weed is legal, some people that was in jail for a long time, those charges should be, um, changed. Just like if you, if the, the Michigan Fab Five banner was taken because of kids getting money and now they're doing NIL deals, they should give Michigan back their banner.
2: That's a great point, absolutely. And what they'll say is, "Well, it was illegal then." But you're 100 percent right. And if you want to be technical, people who went to jail for weed skipped the line to get a weed license now because they felt that they did them wrong. If you go to jail for if they went to jail for weed, now that weed is legal. And I know we're comparing weed to college and so on and so forth, but a lot of this stuff is comparable. But as far as now in the in the nineties it was no big deal to stay for four years. In Mm -hmm. fact, a lot of the best players stayed for four years. It was, it wasn't until uh, Kevin Garnett shouted to the big ticket. Yeah. He was the first one that actually didn't go to college from, from my generation that I remember. Yeah. And went straight to the NBA and let, let open the doors for people like, uh, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, uh, a bunch of other people. Yeah, Marsh Stottlemyre. Right, exactly. For those type of people to get money directly, it's it's so many different variables in this question because now, like for instance, let's go to college football, for instance, mm-hmm. and we're jump. I know we're on basketball today or this particular topic, college basketball. But Mo, let me ask you this uh, on your your opinion on this, and you as well, Mace. They're offering, so so I'm hearing, they're offering Marvin Harrison Jr. 20 to $25 million to stay in college and not go pro. And Mm. that's what he would make in three years in a pro as opposed to making that one year in college. Did you hear about this story? Uh, Do you have any details on it? And what would you do if you were him?
3: Yeah, I heard about it. It's going around town and... um, I don't know if they'll have 20 to 25 million for him. It's reasonable to say that they'll have five for him. And it's um, it's it, it, what it comes down to is that these collectives basically go out and raise money and they see that he's a large part of basically the revenue that he could be br- bringing in next year. You have to figure the quarterback uh, at the school, Kyle McCourt, As soon as he lost to Michigan, he basically uh, ran out of town. So, I can see the collectives coming with maybe four or five million. You know he had got a million dollars from uh rock for like three or four tweets over energy drinks. So I can see these guys helping to corral different brands around him where he'll get you know four or five six seven million, something like that. I don't know if it's twenty twenty five million. Or, I don't know if that's correct. Right. That may have been somebody just put propaganda out there to, to drive value. Uh, but you know, even if I was getting five million when I stay in college I, I mean it's 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 basically. It, it'll be hard to say no, you know, uh, at wide receiver, you don't get beat up like running back. And if he left this year, he'll be a top three pick or a top five pick. And if he leaves next year, he'll be a top five. But I, I will say this, right? I watched him at the um, the Heisman Award ceremony. Obviously we were all wrong because Jaden Daniels was one. but when I looked at him and I seen his father and I seen the two little brothers uh, during the acceptance speech, I was saying to myself, man, that's where I would want my son to be because he's playing football for the love of the game and just to pursue excellence and he ain't really going out here to play for money like he'll make a mo- he'll make a whole lot of money and it's like very commendable to what Marvin Harrison senior had done and a mother had done to like kind of raising but I was like man if, I, if my kids play sports I got two little boys I really want them playing from that perspective playing for the love of the game and not really for the money per se and not not that the money is wrong but like you can just you know how people want to change the generations of people up under him. and Marvin Harrison Sr. changed the generation of people up under him, and uh, I don't know I was admiring that about dude. So you would stay. I would I, I would stay. Gotcha. Money money's no motivation. Like with him, he's not playing for money. His right. dad is a hall of famer. You know he, he he played for a ton of years in the NFL, so he's financially you know, he he's, 20, finan- he's financially stable.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I would I would stay too if um, I didn't have to go to class. I wouldn't I wouldn't stay to go to class. And... I
2: like that. Yeah, I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I. You know what's funny is that that was my that was my whole philosophy during high school. All I gotta do is pass four classes in <laughs> gym, and I don't have to go to gym because I'm on the team, so I yeah. never had to go to physical therapy. So. <laughs> We got homeroom. We know we definitely pass <laughs> Spanish class. We pass it because Miss Rubber was super easy. I like math, so I always love math. Yeah. Uh social studies, no way. American history, I already knew that. Beat the shit out of us, <laughs> I All right, knew American history. <laughs> Nobody wanted to go to Mr. Swager class. That shit was paused before pause was invented. <laughs> I'm trying to remember my fourth class. I like that murder. Like, yeah. They'll figure... What? English? Well, Mr. Swager?
1: Oh, that was your... Oh, no. Mrs.
2: Rogers. Mrs. Rogers. Ooh, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> I hated her class. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean... I mean, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what my fourth class was. It might have been English. I don't know. Yeah, it was Ms. R- Mrs. Rogers. It didn't have to be the basics. The homeroom ain't the basics, but it counted. Yeah, Our homeroom class was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it, I don't even know why they had this homeroom class. This was like the wildest homeroom <laughs> class I've seen in my life. But um, uh, yeah, I like that murder. But yeah. I would say the more of the story is, I why I asked more because them numbers were circulating around. I'm like, that is a lot of money just to throw to a kid. But yeah. um,
1: we was. And I'm not. I'm not against education, but if you if you paying me to come back, like, I, I have to negotiate that I'm not. I
2: I, I am against certain education. <laughs> I, I definitely am. <laughs> I definitely think certain education is just a waste of time. Now, do you need to know how to count and read and write and those particular things? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You absolutely have to have a, a, a basic high school education I would so to speak. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to college and you know what you want to do uh, when you get to college, absolutely. Look, we would have never found stat if she wasn't in college. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I don't want, you know, I say fuck college a lot because people don't know what they want to do when they go to college. They're just like, I'm going to college. What's your minor? I don't know. What's your, ma- what's your, what's your major? I don't know. I'm just in college. I'm going to a football game this week. They don't know what the fuck they want to do. They, they
1: spending that over a half million dollars. Yeah,
2: because their parents could afford it, XYZ, but they have no idea what they want to do in life. They're just going to college to say they went to college. So if you're going to college, I don't want you to get the wrong idea and saying I'm not supporting. But if you know what you want to do and you need a degree to do that in life moving forward, I support it. Look, I got I won't say who. I have a family member with six degrees. Call me every three weeks for money. I got a GED. Every, every six damn weeks. Yeah, man, yo. Yeah. Yo, man, you know, you think you can you can help me out? Don't Why don't you? That shit, that degree don't work no more. That shit run out. Like, yo, what, why do you keep calling me? What does it got an expiration date on your fucking degree? Why, what are you doing with the degree that you went? You got a, you got a, a uh, you got a master's. You got a bachelor's. You got an associate. You yeah. got a so, 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 so this degree, that degree. God damn, man. I got GED. You know I used to get a kick out of?
1: Hiring niggas with degrees. Yeah, no, not stat, but, not you know, stat. Yeah, yeah, but you know, no, you deserve it. I used to, I'm not talking about stat. <laughs>
2: I used to get a kick out of hiring niggas with music degrees. When I, when I was a CEO, uh, I'm still my own CEO, but when I ran a company day to day, day in, day out, we used to hire people with music degrees because they went to school for four years music to could work for me that, never went to school for music yeah. and think that you know the business and these people are teaching business. Oh, how many this you get? How many this you get? You know what? I always hated murder and you can relate yeah. when they sit there and tell you, oh, we're going to give you 13 points. I'm like, I can't go to the bank with points. What does that <laughs> fucking equal? When is, when is <laughs> what is is what 13 points? What is the money amount? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't tell about landlord. Well, I got 13 points. And I think that a lot of times people just like to say they go into school to say they go to school. There's nothing wrong with that, but- Sometimes you may run into me. You may run into um. Uh, what's my nigga with the apple? You may run Steve into, Jobs. Steve Jobs. You may mm-hmm. run into Bill Gates. We all dropouts. <laughs> you may run into us. <laughs> you run into. To, you may run into the dropouts that was planning on a future while y'all was sitting there having fun and listening to these people that probably <laughs> don't know as much as we know.
0: Uh... So, sorry. <laughs> no, but, I will just say, though, I think <laughs> colleges. Yeah, 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 this is not a college <laughs> shot. No, no, like, listen, no, don't no, no. Feel control, at
2: all. I wouldn't, and listen, I wouldn't have messed that without college because I went to colleges, me and Kev, I'll shout out to Kevin Miami. I, what we said is we wanted broadcast major people who are major in broadcast. To kind of work with us. And that's why I found stat. So college is beneficial sometimes. I'm sorry, yeah. stat, but go no, ahead. you're
0: good. I just I just because I went to college, like right. I have to give my piece. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just think that it's <laughs> if it's not for you, that's okay. I think college is the opportunity to find your own lane. Cause I mean, originally when I was applying for schools, I thought I was gonna be an engineer. I would have been, you know, doing engineering probably not in on camera. And I kind of found out what I like to do through college and through experiences. Right. And that's also when I got to kind of travel more and see more of the world, which opened my eyes up rather than me not having the opportunity. But I also don't feel like you have to go to college if that's not for you, because people think if you go to college, you think, oh, you think you have to get a degree. I'm not saying that because it's not the right lane for everybody. That's what you figure out over time. But that was my experience. But not everybody else has great experiences. And I understand that. And
2: listen, me and Mace went to college. Yeah. Let me tell you something about college, real quick. And 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 I can't speak to being a uh, a student athlete to the level of Maurice of Claret. Maurice Claret. Yeah. But listen, I got to college and I didn't graduate high school. That's fucked up. That's some fucked up shit. That's what they do for you when you good. When you good, they'll make sure shit works out. I didn't even, go and,
0: I didn't even graduate. How the fuck did yeah. I get in college?
2: That makes no sense. Yeah. That's how good I was. They made sure that I got into college. This is all the shisey shit that goes on. Yeah, there was, no, was no reason I should have been in college whatsoever. I was in my dorm, nigga. Second, congratulations, hand me my GED. <laughs> I, said, I said, nah, murder, I'm keeping it uh, real, I said, nah. I said Jesus. I said, nah, I took the test at least. I took the test and I passed, I don't even know if I really passed because niggas already gave me yeah. this shit. So I'm sitting there like this fucked up. Another nigga, and Mo, you can speak to this, Dexter Manley. Uh, Washington <laughs> Ruskins and whatever other teams he played well, for 15, yeah. 15 years in the NFL. Yeah. College graduate. As Soon as he retired, he said, you know I can't read or write, right? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shit is <laughs> that? Yeah, that is true. Yo, what kind of shit is that? Dexter Manley did 15 years in the NFL that like he's a college graduate and then when the shit was all over, he tells everybody I can't read or write. Yeah. When you an athlete, They'll make sure yeah. she is good. Mo, speak about that a little <laughs> bit because I wasn't as good as you was, obviously. Nah, no, that's the truth.
1: Yeah. That's the truth. How does that
3: work? Hey. Hey, no, here, here's the irony, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all holding a book that say one and done. I'm part of the dropouts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. One and done. One and done. One and done. <laughs> one and done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that that's crazy, man. That's what's up, man. <laughs> I like that. No, yeah. But, no, but, so I, I'll say this. So, Stat, I ain't going to leave you out there by yourself, right? So okay. <laughs> I, I do believe in college. for the. <laughs> so co- college is beneficial for the people who know what they want to do, right? For the people who focused and they, they, they came with direction, goals, and they're going. But for the mass majority, at the end of the day, college is a business, right? And I, I'll say that. And so they prey on people having to decide like, you know, t- it's even crazy to think a person would have to decide what they want to be for the rest of their life at 19. Right. Most people, before they go into their sophomore year, you don't even have the worldly experience to be like, yo, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I think college is predatory in that way. Uh, but in regards to the football players, and I, and I talk about it all the time, you know, I didn't get educated until I went to prison, but I talk about not letting the system take advantage of you. And you joking around, sort of like Dexter Manley, it's a story with a lot of people, and even when I'm talking now, and you know, somebody in the studio who knows me from back then or who knows me now. And when you living in that phase and you you aren't educated and going through that system and everybody taking advantage of you, it's actually sad uh as to what happens to you, you know what I'm saying, on the other side when you don't become when you don't become educated and you go through all those years of uh football, basketball, or whatever sports you play, and then you come out on the other end an idiot. You know what I'm saying? But that book is that book is about that, you know, how I came into the system. And uh, when I was in the 12th grade, you know, I couldn't pass my ACT. I took the ACT, I got like a 13 or a 14, couldn't read real well, couldn't comprehend. And then I had a football coach and he basically uh, allowed me to cheat off the girl next to me and basically took the test for me. And then I basically (laughs) um, got him to school. (laughs) But so, but after that, you know, when I got to college, it was the same thing, you know, just shuffling me around in classes to keep me eligible. But, you know, that's that's the system. And that's that's basically what I try to speak up with guys and say, hey, man, you know, you just can't allow them to keep on pushing you through the system because at some point this stuff going to be done. And you have to live the rest of your life. And if you choose to be an idiot, you know, the joke will ultimately be on you. Great point. That's, yeah, that that's was amazing. Great,
0: great point. OK, so in football, you have coaches who kind of become the personalities of the program. What do you think is the driving factor for basketball?
3: I don't know, we kind of we kind of said it a little bit earlier, you need superstar players, but as I think about it now, you won't get these superstar players unless you have enormous amounts of money. And so I'm not sure, like after hearing them two just even talk about it and thinking about it now, I'm not even sure college, college basketball can recover. Like I remember you would have like, you know, um, back in the 90s and 2000s, you would have big personalities like Rick Pitino, you would have, um, what's the gentleman name from uh, Georgetown? Oh, Tom, I mean, John Thompson, um, yeah. John Thompson. Uh, and you would have uh, Mike Krzyzewski. You would have, like, these these huge personalities with basketball. But I think to the point now, I think since you don't have these players and some of those coaches have aged out, I'm not sure that you can recapture, I guess, that nostalgia. You know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and a lot of those coaches are no longer coaching. Like, the, the people that people wanted to play for their whole lives. You know what I'm saying? I think that was another thing that made college basketball so great. It was some people's dream to play for Coach K or for um, Dean Smith or what's the guy that came after him? He was really good too. But now, I don't know if I'm really going crazy about playing for Hubert Davis. I don't know.
2: Y'all guys are great Great points. Um, yeah. Y'all, y'all basically said oh, it all. whom? Jim Calhoun?
0: Yeah, yeah
2: Jemmy Jim. talk, talk and Listen, man, um, yeah. yep. y- y'all made y'all points. The only thing I'll say is uh, rest in peace, Bob Knight. He just passed away. A lot yeah. of these people getting older and passing away, but you're right. Where, where's the Thurman player of college? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all know Thurman. It's a nigga that you want to play for. And she, like, niggas who will hype you up. But um, yeah, you were made, y'all made great points on that.
0: So Maurice, I kind of want to know how you got into the college basketball space, and what do you think are the similarities and differences between the basketball programs and football programs?
3: Yeah, so I got into it uh, the, the first, the first, my first entrance into uh, college basketball. I was uh, downtown Cincinnati uh, here in Ohio, and uh, Chris Mack, who was the head coach for Xavier at the time, uh, I was down, I was downtown. My daughter, I was taking her to the ice cream shop, and he rocked up on me and uh, tapped me on my shoulder and was like, yo, you know, I seen your uh, your ESPN documentary, I liked it and can you come uh, spend time with my players, talk to them, share your experiences because they had a lot of dudes who was from the hood and the majority of the people who come and talk to me, the majority of it is like, hey man, he's from the hood, he's been through uh, some adverse situations and he's adjusted, can you help to relate that to just the young kids? And so I spent time around the, uh, the Xavier program, excuse me, and then when uh, he went to Louisville, I went down to Louisville and spent some time with him there. Uh, but then what broke me sort of into the U- UConn program, uh, it's a dude out of Queens. And uh, he had been in trouble before. And we have a mutual um, friend through my brother, uh, Coach Kimani Young. You know, he, uh, he coaches for uh, um, uh, UConn. And one day they heard me speaking on a podcast. And then I ended up going up to UConn. Uh, but when I got up there, it was uh, Dan Hurley. Obviously, everybody knew who his brother was. Bob Hurley, who coaches out in uh, Arizona State. He was like, yo, man, just go in there and share your experience. And uh, I shared my experience with him and and things that he thought that I could do to help him. And then after I was done, he was like, look, I don't know what role that we have for you, but I just want kids to have contact with you, be able to ask you for advice. And I want you to come up here on a monthly basis. And that was like 2018 or 19. And then from there, they also had some young kids who was in trouble. Some of these little kids who end up uh, going first round and I don't wanna share like their personal business, but some of these dudes are just getting in trouble in college. and and sort of just trying to figure out life, but then also not miss their opportunity. And I sort of like form relationships with these young guys. And uh, that gave me just, you know, a different experience in college basketball, you know, uh, being in the locker room, being in the meetings, uh, sort of um, understanding how it works. And and, and the similarities is that you have young dudes who come from inner cities who are trying to make it. That's a similar thing. The differences are uh, with college football, you're dealing with 125 dudes. Basketball, you're dealing with 13. And so with all the basketball guys, I know their names. I know where they're from. I know their parents. Uh, I know, like, their personal stories and how they got here. Uh, I'm familiar with AAU basketball now, where I was never fami- familiar with it before. And so It's like it's more of like a, um, like a personal thing with the basketball players in comparison to all uh, the football. So that's how I basically got into it. I've been around them for about four or five years. You know, watched them when they was, um, I don't want to say sorry, but where they weren't good to, to winning the championship. So I've been around it for, you know, four or five years now. That's what's
1: up, Mo, and and congratulations. That's a real good work to do. So are you like, it seemed like you're a chaplain almost. So what is it, an advisor, a counselor? What is it? Yeah,
3: it's a combination of both. Uh, so there, there's a dude, uh, his name is Mamadou Diara. He's um, he, he's from, I don't know which borough he is. He's from, from New York, but he does all the player development, right? And so to me, sitting down with him and helping him to add structure on how he could grow and develop the young dudes inside the program. So, you know, I, I run a drug and alcohol facility, so I'm used to like, uh, just the formal infrastructure of counseling, right? So it's me giving him uh, things that he can do with these young dudes, be goals and objectives that he can basically monitor them to grow and mature them and then make sure that they're doing the right thing so they stay on track on the court. And that's what they athletic performance and a personal performance, just as like young dudes developing. Then when it comes to the coaches, I just, you know, I can, I can talk to these young kids, like so, when I'm there, like I'll talk to the young kids and there's things that they share with me and that they may not necessarily share with the coach because the coach is their authoritative figure who has everything to do with playing time, but they'll talk to me in a way as like, you know, "This this is what I believe the coach thinks of me or this is how I'm interpreting what he's saying. And me, I talk so crazy, direct and straight, I can sort of give them feedback where they understand it's not bias, you know what I'm saying? And so you know all these little young dudes, Jordan Hawkins, who's down there with the Pelicans, Andre um, Andre Jackson, who plays with uh, the Bucks. Like I, I know all these young dudes when they was coming up, and helping these young dudes just to mature through life. Like that's kind of like my role, and um, and and I and I enjoy. It. So you know, like 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 the coaching staff just lets me come. They let me be myself and work with these dudes and and I feel like it's like um like one of another cool thing that I do uh and I feel like it's like my circle of life moment, giving back to just young guys in a way that I thought that um I wish I'd had the same guidance. And it's just sort of like me giving back to sports in general.
1: That's really that's really dope. That's right. really dope.
0: And then taking a look into memory lane, can you name your top three favorite college basketball teams of all time? What are we thinking right now?
3: Did you say teams or players? Teams. 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 Oh, Yoke. this is easy. Yeah. So, so number one for me, and I fell in love with college basketball. The um, the '93 Michigan team, and I remember everybody probably loved that same team equally. Uh, that was the famous year when Chris Rubber had uh, called a timeout. That's one. Uh, second one would be I remember Rip Hamilton. It was like the '98 '99 team when uh, when UConn was like really on their roll. And then the third team, I'm a little biased, uh, but it's, it's last year's UConn team. When I seen these young dudes uh, win the championship, I have like a special memory.
1: My my favorite top three, um, my favorite three um college teams of all time would be um the Duke team with with Hurley, Grant Hill, um both of the Hills, and um Latina and and a lot of people. And then my with um Ethan even Lane was on that team, and my my other team would be Fab Five definitely. But my third team is a classic. It's the UNLV team with Larry Johnson, Stacy. Larry Aldi. Johnson. Yeah, that was that was my favorite
2: team of all. Um. I didn't see this team play, but we're just, we, we have to go with UCLA 1972. They never lost a game, ever. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they didn't lose it in as much. John Wooden, Yeah, Kareem and them, nigga. Lou Alcindor, pardon me, nigga. <laughs> Let's get to Lou Alcindor. As much as I want to agree with, with you guys and say UNLV, because I I was a UNLV fan. Larry Johnson, Anderson, yeah. Hunt, Stacey Augman. Uh, Greg mm-hmm. Anthony they didn't get the job done the Duke Blue Devils did so I got to yeah. give it to the Duke Blue Devils in 1992 yeah and then um, I want to say Michigan but they didn't they, they didn't get they, the job they, done. they didn't get the job done so I would go with that Connecticut team with Rip Hamilton and them guys yeah. who got the job done and then my last team that's three right we said three yeah yeah. those would be my three
0: Okay.
1: What did you say again? You said, oh, yeah, yeah. UCLA. UCLA. I'm
2: going
0: with 1992. Uh, we're going with 1992.
2: Uh, Duke Blue Devils, because. Michigan couldn't get it done, and yeah. and, and then we can even, even if you want to go with the other Duke team who we'll beat UNLV. See, we trying to keep yeah. it black. You're doing reverse, you're reverse, reverse racism. <laughs> That's what you're doing. You are doing you not going with what you're going black socks and long basketball shorts. <laughs> so gambling, <Damn, boys. laughs> yeah, exactly. So if we going beat? You know, listen, I cried. I want look me and me for me. Me and Mace, and a few other of our teammates, <laughs> and I'm not saying that's the only reason a lot of shit was going on. You know what's crazy? Nigga said. Somebody I see a nigga in the comments says, "Yo, Cam is crazy." Nigga said, "Yeah, Cam is crazy. He he had a boy in the '90s willingly, <laughs> like on his." Own. <laughs> but in our high school team, what I was gonna say was that. We all wanted the longest shorts. We wore yeah. black sneakers and black socks because the Fab Five was doing that, yeah. and we wanted. And when them niggas didn't get the job done, it was just disappointing, <laughs> man. It was because you know Duke looked corporate. Duke was like, you know, they had Grant Hill. I was like, he he was too light skinned, so he almost yeah. was like Bobby Hurley, Christian Layton. Um and and look, I'm I'm not racist at all, but you know when. The white people beat you in basketball, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> that, shit, that shit hurt, man. Yeah. So when them niggas didn't win, I was pissed off in the same thing with UNLV. Yeah. Them niggas lost to, to the white people, to the white boys. And you got them white boys, they props, they bust them niggas' ass, man. Yeah. And um, that's why I bought them teams up. I I, <coughs> I would go with the teams y'all said, Yeah, but no, they lost to Duke twice. So yeah, uh,
1: What about the old Bannon brothers in them? UCLA. That was a good team. Yeah, that was a oh, good team. That was a man. great team. That was a great team.
0: Well, Maurice, thank well, you well, for being here. He We're going to do players. What about you? Oh, you, you want to do? Okay, so name your top three college basketball players of all time. Who do we got?
1: My top three players of all time, man. College, I'm gonna go Harold Minor. Ooh. Yeah, Harold Minor was crazy Ooh. in college. I'm going Chris Jackson.
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> you think it in the box. You think it in the box. You're acting yeah, crazy, man.
1: Yeah. And and last, I'm going with Randolph Childress. Damn, you
2: you went... Oh, you tried hey. to go crazy. You tried to pull your knowledge out <laughs> on niggas. You tried to... was going crazy. Yeah, Wake, wake Forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one year, he yeah. was going crazy. Wake Forest, definitely. Damn, man, that was a great... That was fucking great, man. God damn that Those niggas getting crazy. That was, that was great. I don't even know if I could... Now want to do my list over. <laughs> that was great, man. Who you had, though? I had Lim Bias. Yeah, Limbias Bias was great. Limbias Bias was good. I, I, Lou Alcinda. Definitely. Yeah, you know that nigga went when uh. When, uh, when they went 32 and all, you got to give them this props. And Bias, I was going Michael Jordan, but I don't want my list. I like your list. <laughs> yeah. You were in the trenches. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: you were in the trenches. I hear yeah. Bob over there saying, yeah. Chris Jackson, y'all know I'm in Zach Mood. But, yeah, yeah. you were you in the yeah. trenches. Randall Children's was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah was I, crazy. I want to go keep smart and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna
1: want go that yeah, right route, man. Yeah. You gotta find a player yeah, now, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Say, yeah. I I, my yeah, shit was commercial.
2: This was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, you, I, I, I want My <laughs> shit was too commercial. I like where you went.
0: And then Maurice, you gotta name your top three players.
3: Yeah. So so my first one is uh, remember Jason Williams in college? Yeah. yeah. When is yeah. that dude? Jay Will. Yes, sir. Yeah, oh. Jay Will. Yeah. Yeah. I that, that was when I was uh, coming up. Kenyon Martin when he was down in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. And then... I like you, Kevin, Ohio. I these... like you, Kevin, <laughs> yeah. Ohio okay Kenyon Martin. But, but, then you remember these two was dominant. I couldn't pick one, but it was Vince Carter and Rasheed Wallace when they played on the, the UNC team.
2: Very true.
1: Are you from Ohio? You ain't say Jim Jackson, know. Jim
2: Jackson, baby. Columbus. Come man. on,
3: Well,
2: j- it all comes...
3: Scootie Penn is my era.
2: Yeah, Scoony Penn. Scooty be on my page. Big yeah. shout to Scooty Penn, man. Yeah, yeah he showed a lot of love yeah, on right. the page.
3: School is my man. Yeah. Yeah, so Scooty more my, my generation. Jim Jackson a little older than me. All uh,
0: right. right. Well, Maurice, thank you for being here.
2: We appreciate you, Mo. We'll see you next week. We're going to get to that record portion next week, too.
0: Okay. Appreciate yeah. you. Okay. We're going to go yep. to break, and then when we return, we will talk about Draymond Green's suspension she called this thing about toxic four years and counting got
2: you feeling like an option maybe I'm my own problem babe she tired of hearing I don't know my
1: stubborn in me won't fall oh oh, oh. dealing with this thing called trust but she really thinking about she want to be free
0: Welcome back. So let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. Tonight the Warriors will play the Clippers. Underdog fantasy has Steph Curry at 27 and a half points. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace?
1: Um Stephen Curry of course higher. Higher.
0: Okay. Clay Thompson is at two assists. Do you have him higher or lower? Yo, they, did,
2: they just playing Clay Knight. <laughs> yeah. Underdog don't got no respect <laughs> for Clay. <laughs> yo, Nick, Yo, y'all yo Nick, y'all Nick, wildly. Yo, Wally. Y'all disrespecting Niggas Clay Thompson at Listen,
1: I'm just going with the numbers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yo, yeah. you know what? For that to even be un- up there, I'm going lower. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm, Two assists. Lower. 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 Okay. Lower well.
0: And Kawhi Leonard is at six and a half rebounds. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace? Kawhi? Yeah. Six rebounds, higher.
2: I'm going to go high as well.
1: Okay.
0: Make sure to download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. The NBA has suspended Draymond Green indefinitely after a slap to Sun-Center Nurkic the other night. Management is now discussing counseling help. Does this decision make sense? <laughs> I ain't even.
2: A, I ain't no counseling was in the. You know that's that's when niggas don't want to break up with their girl. They be like, y'all I'll go to counseling. <laughs> counseling. Yeah, I never seen a nigga go to counseling. I went to counseling. Did I go to counseling? You ain't go to no counseling. Uh, nah, I think I threatened. it. You went to counseling? See, when niggas don't want to break up, no niggas go to counseling. And they try to figure it out. But look at the face, Darius' face. I think I, I- Did you cry in
1: counseling, is the question.
2: <laughs> you sound- But did you cry, though? You sound like, <laughs> you, sound like you look like you have a <laughs> right counseling flashback right now. Niggas rubbing his eyes <laughs> yeah, and all that. N- like Niggas selling you upset. So obviously this wasn't your idea. No. Okay. It's never a guy's idea. Most times, right now, Sugar Doug is saying he'll go to counseling because <laughs> <laughs> when, when Sugar come here, Sugar be back tomorrow. We gotta ask him. <laughs> Sugar tells the whole story. We gotta get Sugar Sugar's opinion why he wants to go to counseling to get his girlfriend back.
1: You're going to get the bill. Yeah, I mean, listen, when you get the bill. You're gonna say, you know what, what's crazy? Why did we pay 18? You know what's crazy? I
2: got a friend of mine that's here right now in town. Yeah. And they call and talk my head off all the time. And I tell them this shit costs, consultation costs. <laughs> like when you, when you help people out with problems for hours and hours and hours, this yeah. is why they get paid the big bucks. That's murder. I think you yeah. have you received money for consultation before? <laughs> yes. I, <have. laughs> I,
1: already, <laughs> <laughs> you, I already know what you're about. My doctor fee is actually $800 an hour, $800 an hour. Yeah.
2: For crisis uh, counsel. I, I can imagine. Yeah, you got a degree, or you just an expert? I
1: got
2: a degree. Oh, uh, yeah, because I, I, I don't think. Look, I'll talk to y'all, and I ain't got no degree. I'm gonna tell you shit that you probably don't want to hear, but it's gonna be a fact. Look. God bless the dead. Jerry Springer be judges. All these niggas just get up there, no judge license or nothing. Jerry Springer wasn't an attorney, but (laughs) I could do that shit. I could give you an advice if you want to take it and don't leave it. Cool. I'm going to let murder manage me (laughs) and see how much (laughs) I should charge y'all niggas for the advice that I give (laughs) all the time. Like you was doing it on TV and you was actually doing it right. Yeah, thank you, brother. I yeah, appreciate it. Was. But But my thing you is- You haven't even went to school for it. The thing about it is this. I know you may have went to school for it, but we from the same block. care <laughs> 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 like, what school you went to? We I from the same- like he don't know you. Nigga, <laughs> 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 you actually went, nigga, we from Harlem in the 80s. Nigga, you, you talking about- <laughs> got a degree now. You act like we ain't you from the same block. <laughs> 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 that's how be exactly, too. but yeah. um, back to Draymond Green, look I think that's the right thing to say if it's the right thing to say, then absolutely like, is that gonna change the fact? No, because the, the problem is this
1: He heard about niggas saying that he was a part of the
2: Detroit. Detroit the 8 to 81. Don't compare him to the 20. Now he's putting his foot on the gas about it.
1: That's what I really think.
2: The problem, this is this is this whatever the suspension may be, they say indefinitely because I believe they're thinking on a game amount and they don't want him to get dressed for the next game. But whatever the suspension amount be could be career threatening to Draymond Green. And the reason I say career-threatening, not because of the suspension, because of the way he plays. He may want to dumb it down. He may not want to be a physical. You would be like, oh, I don't even want to go for a rebound because they're going to find me at X, Y, Z. So he may need to change his game around to where if he has a hard foul, he may be indicted. Um, anything he does is on the microscope. Now, the thing about Draymond, and Draymond, you my nigga, you know you my nigga, I always get tickled. Pause on how you think you play it off like it's a basketball play. You step on niggas. You slap the shout niggas. You choke the shit out of niggas. Pause, and you be like, it's all basketball related. You know we can see you, right, my nigga? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, know, you know we yeah. can see you, man. But if you say that shit basketball related, it's basketball related, man. But um, I think the more the story is on the comment. That's the correct thing for Golden State to say, because it's nothing else you yeah, can say.
1: I, I want to know, like, really, what's going on in his brain on that last incident where he turned around? Did he really think he was just, like, a
2: flop play? <laughs> like, did... He said, he said Homeway's grabbing his jersey. I looked at it. Homeway snagged it a little bit, but it, it, it didn't so, come for all yeah, that.
1: But what happened to smacking his hand off?
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm not, I'm totally agree with you. I guess he's,
1: he's saying just, his head, his head is a part of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to me. You're a call for nigga, hit you yeah, 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 in your head, why Your head is a part, part of the, of the
2: ball. ball. Absolutely, listen. Yo, your
1: I, face is a part of the ball as now. As much as I ball. fuck with
2: Draymond, I'm, I'm trying to justify the last thing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because, because look, man, I, I put. listen. I, I might see Draymond this weekend. I don't got time for that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't, man. Draymond, my shit. nigga, though. Real, real, real talk, but on some G shit, Draymond. Draymond, choke a nigga like this and say he's going for the ball. You know? <laughs> Draymond, my nigga, but I I can't see how that last one he's was. He's taking basketball his Pistons lately. bad boy thing too far. Yeah, he from me from Michigan.
1: Yeah, this is like when you remind when you tell a nigga like yo, you kind of remind me of Tupac a little bit as a rapper. Niggas always
2: lose their mind. Yeah, now he want now now he go stab <laughs> yeah. a nigga tonight. <laughs> yeah, I dig that.
0: So after the slap, Nurkic's comments is actually going viral because everybody's like, okay, so how did he feel about it? He said, "What's going on with him? I don't know. Personally, I feel like that brother needed help. I'm glad he didn't try to choke me. So." Isn't
1: he way taller than Draymond?
2: More so was Rudy Gobert.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yo, he slapped him, and he fell on the floor like this,
2: like. Listen. Like covering the side of his eye. Because the whole shit is this murder. But what you got to realize is this. These niggas is different. They got slap competition knocking niggas out. If you're not expecting (laughs) a slap to come like, <laughs> it isn't like they was right, like he expected that. <laughs> I can say, listen, I'm not, I ain't not gonna These do niggas that niggas Nur- from
1: overseas killing. his niggas supposed to be tougher than this. I ain't gonna knock Nurkic cause Where if Where's
2: Nurkic from? He's from it's, overseas. It sound like Russia or something. We, we, the point being is- <laughs> Ain't no way he's supposed if, to let him slap him. If Draymond's strong, if, if you come in on the swivel, <laughs> And you don't know what's happening. You don't know what's happening. Cool. I dig what you're saying too. His
1: reaction is supposed to be slap, punch, punch, punch. I'm not mad at My that. My bad. Ass. Yeah. And break it up. Yeah, I'm not mad at that.
2: Yeah. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> don't you ever,
1: nigga. That's that was supposed to. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> he was on the floor like,
2: like he had a pillow on his face. I
0: said, "What's going on?"
2: Yeah. I ain't knocking it, man.
0: Okay. So also on the topic of basketball, Trey Young said the Hawks would have won the 2021 championship oh. if he didn't get hurt. Do you think that's true?
1: Trey Young had COVID. If he think that team would have won the championship, he probably had COVID. They say COVID do something to your brain a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I never had it allegedly. You thought the, the Hawks were gonna win the championship. That's that's wild. Okay, that's wild. I don't, I don't I'm know about that one. that one. What do you think? The championship? East? Maybe they could have. I take that back. I take that back. If they would have beat the Bucks, they would have played against the um the Suns. You I got think- COVID, nigga.
2: I, I'm going with your first answer. <laughs> yeah. No, they wouldn't have won yeah. no motherfucking yeah. championship. Listen, man, yeah. what I will say is your confidence is crazy.
1: <laughs> but he the, might be from Harlem. That yeah, nigga might yeah, be that, from that's, Harlem. nigga said he
2: could have won the championship. Yeah, yeah that's how niggas that's Harlem we niggas do. We be delusional sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yo, Trey, yo, no, you wouldn't have won the championship. I just, I'll, I'll tell you straight up, no. You could have stayed yeah. healthy. You could have been on steroids, nigga. Y'all wouldn't have won the championship. It's just that simple. Um, I know you're saying this now because niggas is talking about trading niggas. Niggas <laughs> is not playing good. So he's trying to do that to remind niggas.
1: We did know, have a glory time.
2: We had a minute, but we could have. Yeah. If I didn't get hurt, we would have won the chip because you don't know what rumors are circulating around Atlanta Hawks locker room or front office right now. It mm-hmm. could be anything. Them niggas is playing so bad, you don't know what the rumblings are. Great Grant Hill maybe we'll give you a call and you can give us some insight on what's going on down there. You know, shout out to Greg Hill. He gave us all, he's also somebody who gave us a bunch of invitations to come down and watch the Hawks play as well as he has some part of the Hawks -Hawks ownership, I believe. But uh, no, Trey Young, y'all wouldn't have won the championship. I'm not even gonna make this a topic, no. Trey wouldn't have won a champ? No, 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 Mace. Why, why, why why he ain't doing nothing now? Why why they what's okay, who they had that year that they did have? They had Collins. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Collins isn't there anymore.
1: They had Capella, I think that's the
2: Capella's not there.
1: Capella's still there. Still there?
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> they
1: wouldn't have no, won no chip. <laughs> he wouldn't have won. And you so, got, Because you they get. got Murray now.
2: Basically, I what I took that may be a shot at Murray before you got here. <laughs> shit, was, shit, was on. shit was all shit right. was all. Yeah,
1: because what's the um what's the um white boy name that was playing the two guard? He was doing work too for Atlanta. Yeah, Brogden or something. I know you talking about. He was good. He was really good.
0: Okay, real quick to backtrack on the Draymond conversation because more comments are being made, so we got to react to them. Swaggy P went on undisputed with Skip Bayless and talked about the slap. He said he's more of a cheap shot guy, but he tends to do that to a lot of Europeans. He's messing with nothing but foreigners. He had a lot of UFC in him. Do you agree with the comments he made? And then how do you feel about him sharing that on Undisputed?
1: That's what I just said.
2: Basically. Before we get, I want you to go first. Yeah. Yeah. Skip, how many niggas you gonna take off the street? Shout out to Swaggy P. Don't disrespect Swaggy. He was on our show. You know, Swag is my nigga. But this is screaming desperation. Bubba Dub, shout out to Bubba Dub. Yellow Beasy,
0: Swaggy P. I thought you hired Little Wayne and Michael Irvin and and sorry, the college announcements on Undisputed. That was here first. I just gotta fin, put that out work, there. Yo. <laughs> Of Skip
1: him, out. Burn. Skip him, <laughs> Yo, fam.
2: Y'all niggas are doing college announcements after we do the college announcement. Shout out to Dion Sanders. Yo, you know Skip, Look, about. look, Skip. Copy.
1: Give me a close up. Pause. Skip, get my tattoo. It'll go better.
2: Yeah. What's your Since tattoo you case so people niggas. can't see?
1: I don't even know. <laughs> Just follow it, Skip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Write
1: something on your form. Yeah. Wear a bandana.
2: Yeah. yeah, anything. But yeah, that's, that's a yeah. fact. <laughs> we do the cause announcements. You do cause announcements. Oh, the original cash, you're hiring, is a worker. Who's hot on in there? And listen, man, I like Skip because he keeps the culture. But <clears throat> this season is screaming desperation. No disrespect to nobody will be on the show. Everybody that I named is my niggas. From Lil Wayne to... Uh, Uh, Yellow Bees eats Bubba Dub, everybody. Them, but Skip is scrambling. Yo, and Skip is scrambling. Shout to Swaggy P, but murder again, I I'll chime in after you was gonna say what you said.
1: That's it. Like thinking about it, I was thinking the exact thing. I know um Swaggy might be from Compton or something, so that's it. That's a worldwide hood view that, bro, you you doing that to niggas that won't do nothing. I mean, but I don't know in the NBA who would do something at this point. Let's think about it. Yeah, I think LeBron
2: ain't having that. Who else you got? Who who, who would be? Who do you think is going to stand up to Draymond Green? That's, that's a good question. Yeah. I seen a nigga in the comments when we posted it on the Is What It Is page. Nigga said, "Let's jump on Smokey voice." <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's like right now. I think
1: I think Brooks will respond. Even though he's not a good player, Brooks. Who? He's not a you know, great
2: player, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, I think he a lot of gaffle. I think it's, I think he knows how to sell it. My opinion.
1: Randall, he wouldn't have slapped Randall
2: Julius Randall. Yeah, Randall look like he'll, 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 he'll say something. This yeah, is, is crazy that we that we have to really think yeah, about somebody going to stand about up. Who, will re, who will stand up for themselves? That's crazy. If this was the '90s, everybody would, or early 2000s, and I hate to keep bringing up the '90s or 2000s, but it's such a disparity in play and people's yeah, attitude. Who
1: would he slap and get an instant response from?
2: Right. Look, you. We talking about Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert's seven one, seven feet, seven one. He let like, not only choke him, choke him, and drag him. <laughs> you ain't trying to get a nigga off you, my nigga. That's minimum for nigga. Rudy was like. My nigga, you see He wouldn't foot do that one. to
1: Joker, though.
2: Joker. Joker oh, is fine. Nah. Even if he tried, Joker got two big brothers. sports that be in the fucking <laughs> crowd. I see them niggas jump out. Them niggas come out. Two, <laughs> two, this three seven-foot niggas out Yo, there. No,
1: that's crazy that it's a whole NBA. And we were not able to name one person. So everybody that's watching this, go in the chat right now and write who Draymond would not do that to.
2: Yeah, that's, that's, we a, good, see that, that's
1: like, a great, great question. question.
0: Yeah. Yes, I have no idea. Well, also speaking of the 90s and 2000s basketball, the Chicago Bulls announced their inaugural Ring of Honor class. It headlines Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman, which is a very anticipated reunion. Charles Barkley reacted and said, you talk about weirdest uncomfortable. Uncomfortable won't even do it justice. <laughs> I can't wait to go to this. So how do you think it'll go?
2: Yeah. Domingo?
1: Yeah, I knew it was crazy because they put they put um Pippin's name down at the bottom so it wasn't closed by mice. And hopefully that's that's the seating arrangement. But I know this is this is gonna be crazy. Imagine you go to a ring ceremony. I'm I'm just tired of talking
0: about it. Barkley said it all because you know why?
3: You got your baby mom there,
2: with the other nigga who getting in, and and getting his ring inauguration, however you want to say it, with his son. Yeah. At the ceremony, so now
1: and knowing these niggas, Marcus would try to propose there. They all get a ring. It be a ring ceremony for everybody.
2: <laughs> That's that. Yo, fam. That's what type of <laughs> Since we talking about rings. <laughs> yeah. let's, I
1: felt moved.
2: Yeah, I felt moved. Why are they talking about rings? Yeah, that, that'd be hilarious if that nigga proposes at the ring ceremony and says, where well, else would be a better place to do it at? That'd be fucking hilarious. Um,
1: And they have Horace Grant on the list, which is crazy, but I thought about it. The nigga did switch up. Remember he went yeah, to Orlando. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, and they said that he was leaking info, bad info, when that um Last Dance shit came out. They said that he was the one telling information to the reporters about Mike and them. He's like, it wasn't me. He tried to defend himself. They're like, we know it was yeah, you, Harris. Did bad. Yeah. Um. I'm really intrigued to see if what May said is gonna happen. Um. Yeah. If he if he get if he
1: lunge and. and- Crack the box like this, it'd be crazy. It'd be
2: crazy. I could just see Scotty and Mike together looking at both of them like this.
1: Yeah, they might both agree on that. That'd be the first time
2: they back in agreement. Yeah, man. We'll see what happens because you know why whoever put this together right now is a sucker too. Yeah, y'all could have been did the ring inauguration. It's been, <laughs> <laughs> been 30 years since they motherfucking won now. Now with all this shit going on outside in their personal lives, this is the year y'all want to do the ring inauguration. Because it's mm-hmm. what they'd be like, oh, it's 30 years. it had been 30 years last year when they won the 92 championship. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Well, it seems like the Bucs got revenge. Beating the Pacers 140 to 126. Giannis dropped 64
2: Points. How do you feel about the Bucks' win? It's few things. First of all, I'm more intrigued about the fight after the game. You know that nigga. I don't know what happened with him and Halliburton. Um, he's beefing with the Pacers. One of the assistant coaches poke Halliburton in the chest, and 64 and 14 is ridiculous. What I think it happened is my personal opinion. It's a few things that I'll say. Giannis didn't know that that. In-season tournament was going to start getting that much hype on the buildup. Yeah. And the Pacers beat them. And he hit a nigga with Dame time. Yeah. So Giannis was like, you know what? I'm tired of trying to figure it out with the new system, with Damian Lillard. And they were not saying he doesn't trust Damian. I'm just going to do what I I do. Yeah, I got to go do what I got to do. And I don't like these niggas because they were in the championship that we were supposed to be in. So he went crazy tonight. He dropped over 60 points, 14 rebounds, and wanted to fight after the game.
1: Yeah. So and nobody protected
2: him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they wanted to fight after the game. 64 ain't poking Halliburton in the chest like this, Mimi in the back, pause. Um, I like that, Giannis. I like that a lot. And I see where your yeah, frustration is. I can respect that. Yeah, I respect those two things. I respect it because we still the ultimate goal is to win a championship. But this was pinned up frustration because now LeBron is getting more accolades and more credit to where it could have all went towards Giannis. And after he seen it, look, we all didn't know that the NBA in play in season tournament was going to end up being that much hype. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: Each, when they got to that final four, when they got out to Vegas, that shit got elevated. That shit was yeah, like, like, y'all
1: lit. not taking this serious. This right. is serious. This exactly. is happening.
2: Exactly. And I think them young boys were showing off, and Giannis missed out on the opportunity, and he tried to uh, make up for it tonight. I'll say this. It's a little bit too late for that, but you have plenty of time to win the championship, still go for league MVP, and show niggas you ain't nothing to be played with.
0: It seems like there's a lot of built-up tension in a lot of players, though. So we're seeing it on the court, and I... Feel like the way Giannis looked
2: tonight don't look like Draymond. Just <laughs> slap Giannis. That yeah. nigga looks strong.
0: Facts.
1: Yeah, he slapped Giannis. Both of him and his brothers on the same team. That'd I be a bad idea. I
2: don't, I don't know if you've seen the footage, but Giannis' brother they had to hold him back. Yeah. he was he was trying to get on the court. They say so he had to hold him back. Church, big church said he gotta be stopped man big yeah. <laughs> church, church said church said if he get fun that's his whole salary yeah <laughs> so
0: that I nigga
1: mean, gotta, gotta chill out gotta chill
0: well that's all the time we have for today thanks for watching and as always it is what it is